Welcome back to another episode of Rec Talk. So today we've got Sam Marsh from uh, my talent platform. Is probably Correct. the one thing that that you're uh, you're, I guess, uh, more invested in at the moment. Obviously, the recruitment thing is, is yeah. bread and butter. Recruitment and something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the recruitment yeah, yeah. thing's bread and butter. Though. That's 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 kind of yeah. like that, yeah. that's already we do, there. We do that it? in our sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're we're half, we're half and half on it. So what? that's yeah. all you said pre. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Love recruitment. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I mean, look, there's there's the the recruitment tech space at the minute is kind of really saturated, but super buoyant as well at the same time because people are just coming up with yeah. new and inventive ways of, of trying to support the recruitment industry and I guess we, we, we're kind of in that world as well you're yeah, in that world I it's guess bloated yeah, it is bloated yeah. now I think I think there's there's way too many I think you, you always say it right it's sort of like you've built a product that solves an issue that isn't really an issue it's kind of like an irk you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that, that's yeah, a bit if of a my bother. issue is that yeah. I have to make 100 phone calls to get through to 10 people, that's that's the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you, know you signed up for. Yeah. 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 I don't need a tech yeah. solution that will leave those voice fails for me because like, otherwise I'm just, I, I haven't got anything to do in the day. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think that there are some pieces of tech that are like really interesting and, and really help. But there are—I won't name names—but there are some bits of tech that I've seen where I was like, "Really? Is that, yeah, really is that, that big a thing? problem? Do you have buyers? You know, how? Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah, I think it just depends what you want as an agency. It's like the, the whole CRM game. There's like a million CRMs yeah. out there, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know they all—they can have... all be found on Rectools, by the way. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean a lot of them bells and whistles do the kind of same things. Um, but you know, I think you know if, if you have a deep dive into the problems that your recruitment business has and what you're looking to solve or what certain parts you're looking to automate then cool but you're right it's bloated I think some people buy stuff for the sake of it um, but keeping up with the Joneses I think a lot of it is it's sort of yeah. like oh if they're using it then I need to use that as well and I mean there's there's a there's a real big thing in, in sort of the tech space in general where there's certain subscription products that people will use for kind of like three to six months mm. and then they just stop using it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, the, it's not shiny and new anymore. Yeah. Our, phone, our phone system is a classic example of that. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to name who it is, but yeah. our phone system <clears throat> puts itself out there to be one of the best phone systems in the world with yeah. its advancement in tech and blah, 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 blah. Um, and after three months, we've had all of our all of our units have been replaced right. because they just keep crashing. The, when we were dialing out, it wasn't even our phone number that it was dialing out from. It was some phone number in like Glasgow or something, wasn't it? Yeah, there was yeah, a... loads of issues. And eventually, the guys just wow. don't use them. They're back on mobiles again. Yeah. They just don't. They're literally just like a nice desk. Like, oh, that looks pretty. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, expensive. Paper in fact, way. my kids use it when they come in to play games on it because it's not on a tablet. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. They've got like all their games set up on my one, and they just use that. Yeah, and your kids probably have never seen a, yeah. an old school <laughs> yeah. phone before. Yeah, like, yeah what's that? Yeah. yeah. So, and, so, and that's that, that's a, a real problem in tech. And what I've noticed as well, speaking to a lot of the. Um, the, the sort of the sales directors and RevOps people in that rec tech space is yeah. they're focusing a lot on renewals and customer attrition because it used to just be, you know, yeah, there's a hole in the bucket, but the more we keep putting it at the top, it's fine. And now they're kind of like, holy shit, like people yeah. are really thinking about their spend. Yeah. Uh, maybe well, it's not we just need a to hole in the bucket out. anymore. The bottom's disappeared, isn't it? Yeah, so you're well, literally yeah, just pouring yeah. into a bucket. I've got an automation. We've got an automation thing that we use and they email me all the time. If yeah. I haven't logged in yeah. in that week, that everything okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're coming up to your normal in February. Everything okay? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this is this is like what's also, happening. There's also like a, a ton more buckets as well coming to the <laughs> coming to the market. So you know, I, I don't blame people for saying because, like you said, five ten years ago, 
um, you know, where it wasn't as saturated, it's like, okay, well, we've got the customers, we need to keep them. But if we don't, there's loads of agencies coming to the market. Yeah. How many recruitment agencies have been spawned in the last the 10 the years? Yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's it. So, okay, so, oh, there's a new one over here, you know, oh, do you need a CRM yet? Cool, let's just keep filling that bucket. But where now, especially, I mean, 2023, you know, not been the best year for uh, for recruitment or a lot of recruitment businesses. I think a lot of people are looking at their spends, looking at tech and stuff, and I don't think you can just go to the market and just push people no. through the top of that funnel. Um, a lot of anymore. VCs have picked up on that as well. <coughs> PEs and VCs have really switched to, to get the fucking money in now, guys. Like, yeah. But you've got to identify what problem you're fixing, though, as you said, right? If, if I'm if I'm sitting there saying that, okay, I I need better output from my, from my consultants, mm. therefore I need a tool to support me get that output out there. There are tools out there that exist, mm. right? But if if those tools make the job 5% easier, is it is it better to spend a couple of hundred quid a month on, on a per user on, on however many consultants you've got or just upskill your fucking recruiter and be like, yeah. mate, just be more, be 5% yeah, more productive. Yeah, yeah. Day, day, like we were saying off the pod, right? Um, off camera, day two of recruitment. Yeah. Uh, you learn Boolean searches, yeah. right? And now there's products out there, including our own products that we've we've put out there to help recruiters learn how to do Boolean searches. Yeah. And it's like, you could just teach yeah. them. You could, you could just spend that time with them yeah. rather than go into a tech product. So like you say, go, that's not know. necessarily a, a hard skill. You know, that's like no. what I learned on, like I say, day, day two, you know, week, week one, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Advert writing is the same thing. Like we again on on, on Rectals as uh, yeah, a job yeah, ad generator. Yeah. But when we were having to write ads years and years ago, when we first started recruitment, it's like no, no, no your advert's got to be like this. You got to check for spelling mistakes. Yeah. You got to do SEO uh, friendly kind of. If you're real status, so, you just go and speak to Mitch Sullivan and get like absolutely <coughs> torn <total> apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you could do yeah, you could do that as well, but. It, it, but the point is, though, that... Treat all... me mean, Rich. <laughs> 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 Tell me how naughty I am. <laughs> Absolute sadist. <laughs> but it's... All of those... <coughs> all of those core skills, ultimately, new recruiters are just... Are, they're not getting. And the question is, is that because the recruitment market is now turning into a recruitment tech market? Yeah. Or is it because... Point, yeah, yeah. Or is it because... As recruitment business owners, we're just like, I ain't got the time to teach you this. Just here's the, here's the tools. Go and use it. I, I think there's loads to that, you know, because you, you mentioned the new recruiters. You know, the new recruiters, I mean, when I, my very first day in recruitment, it was like, right, there's your 300 dials. You know, there's no tech around. Hit the phones. Hit the phone book, yeah. yeah. Hit the phones. But... You know, I see the arguments two and four linked in all, all the time, um, you know, regarding outbound and stuff. But I, I don't even know if everybody understands where results are kind of coming from. So do you upskill your recruiters on cold calling? You know, do new recruiters coming through the door, uh, do these younger guys want to cold call? You know, because there's a lot of people out there and I see on LinkedIn that actually they don't. So, you know, you're going to pay someone to employ someone they don't want to do. It's going to have a revolving door there. I don't know. There's probably loads to that. My 13-year-old doesn't answer phones, right? Yeah. If I call him, it's just the most awkward exchange ever because he's like, you're right? Yeah, what are you doing? Nothing. All right, well, can you do this? Yeah, okay. And then puts the phone down. Doesn't even say bye. Doesn't like, there's no phone mannerism. Yeah. It's just, and, and that's me as a person who kind of is on the phone all day, every day. Yeah. Not being able to teach my idiot son how to take phone mannerism, yeah. right? But, <laughs> but that's, that's kind of the generation now. Exactly. So I, I think, it, I've said this before, and I know it's a point of contention for us, but I think it's the way consumers make their mind on buying a product now has yeah. changed so much yeah. that sales is no longer what it used to be. Yeah. And the reason that, that Rectech and the Rectech market has blown up so much right now 
is because a lot of the buying process is now automated and kind of research led. Yeah. Right? I want to yeah. do my own research. I want to watch my own yeah. videos, do my own reviews, and and then I'm ready for it. Yeah. But I think a lot of the the sales processes are still kind of quite behind, right? Yeah. And you had this with Paul when you were like, "Well, I don't understand why." I've done my research. I've decided what CRM I want. I just want to see a demo. Like, I just want to go with, give me the price. Yeah, and then I've let's seen go. your product. I like yeah. it. I want to but buy you it. you insist yeah. on putting me in your sales funnel. Yeah, and I yeah. have to do your demo. Yeah. And I have to do your onboarding. But, and I have to do your six sessions. And then you'll... He made yeah. a really valid point, though. And then, again, this is probably just more specific to CRMs. But I imagine there's similar processes with other stuff. But he was like, look, you can come to me and say, I've seen your product. My friend uses it. I've, I've used it in the past. Whatever. I want to buy it. Yeah. I will still put you through that demo. And I was like, well, why though? He's like, because of compliance. Because you might in a month's time say to me, well, Sean, actually, I needed this to be able to have a temp tracker for me or I needed it to be able to have this or X or yeah. Y. And it doesn't have that. In which case, essentially, I've missold to you. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you've now bought a product that you've been in for 12, 18, 24 months or whatever that is no good to you. And then you're going to have a, a plethora of complaints because then once you find that one little thread, you're just going to keep pulling at it. Yeah. And you're going to find a million different things. If that's your sales process, then yeah, absolutely. There's a compliance element there, right? But if your, pro if your sales process is a consumer-led sales process, like I can't ring up LinkedIn and be like, I chose to go on premium and I thought it did this and it doesn't. Yeah, I want yeah. my money back. Yeah. Tough shit. No, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't it. talk to them anyway. Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, I can't talk to LinkedIn. Could have just stopped that sentence there. Yeah. But does but that like, apply for people though? Because look, I, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm a hiring manager and I call I call Sam and be like, right, I need a, uh, a an AWS engineer and this is what I this is what I need. I know that there's this guy who who I've, I've interviewed in the past or who I've... Uh, who, who's been recommended to me, go and get me that person. You get me that person. I hire them without an interview, without any kind of due diligence process. And they're now in my business. And I'm like, they're shit. Yeah, I think it's different with like, you know, the service led rather than like a CRM, you mm. know, with, with recruitment. Well, that of doesn't course. happen though, does it? That's the thing. Like if I, if I went and signed up to Audro, because I was like, I've heard good things about Audra. I'm going to sign up to it. Other video software is available. To yeah, me. no, yeah. no. But the, point <laughs> is, but the point is, I couldn't then be like, I did a demo with Interview and it does some sick stuff. Audra, you don't do any of that. Yeah, uh, you missold the product to me. No, because the sales process was, I came to you and said, "Hi, Mr. Audra, I'd like to buy your product." Yeah, and yeah. I, so I've signed up. To, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I, think I, I get the, the the concept of the kind of mis-selling thing, but um, I think if that's your sales process and you're pushing people down that sales funnel. Then absolutely, you're at risk of okay. I need to demo the product. But to you're you, also so you know qualifying you're out. But though, if your you? if your sales process is a inbound inquiry led um, sales process, which a lot more rec tech products are moving to, mm. um, then I don't think you have that concern. It's sort of but put everything out and let the consumers come to you. I, yeah, yeah. I would almost argue that the sales process over time has evolved to such where we as salespeople qualify out rather than qualifying in. Yeah, yeah. And I think recruitment tech is still at that infant stage of qualifying in yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> but yeah no, that's so, a fair point so fair i think point. rec tech is still qualifying in yeah whereas whereas i think i mean look, look at when you're when you're recruiting you call a candidate and you're calling through as many candidates as you can yeah. and then you're building a shortlist and you're qualifying out the ones that aren't suitable yeah whereas i think with rec tech it's not it's not the same as I, th I think they're very different you, you're never going to have um, well, you you might do if you, your branding's very good, etc. Word of mouth, but you're never going to have like you know you mentioned AWS, like a CTO say, oh, okay, cool, I've been on your site, I've watched your about you page and all the good <laughs> stuff you do. You know, can you find me this? 
a lot of that is outbound and you know I think as well we've all scored goals in different medias you know whether it be social we've got jobs in whether it be email we've got jobs in whether it's been cold calling you've got jobs in you know, so I don't think there's any recruitment wise any definite right way of doing it and if there was then you yeah, know be doing exactly yeah, yeah. exactly but I think where it's kind of uh, grade a little bit and you know this new generation of recruiters like inbound inbound and there's lots of stuff on LinkedIn saying you need to do stuff like this to create inbound I, I think there are some businesses out there or many businesses out there are probably like there's a lot of stuff here like what, what do we do you know and you yeah. try a bit of that you try a bit that of that drives, you jump that around that drives the need for automation then right because if you like look historically with no rec tech I had to make 50 outbounds a day now I've got um, you know, automation that helps me do a lot of my outreach and mm. my um, emails and follow-ups and all the rest of it. What that's done is allowed me time, and that time I've then now got to reinvest back into yeah. the other the other ways, right? You know, film a TikTok or, yeah. or look at my social or whatever, right? So well, spend in time that, with what, the family because yeah, actually, that, yeah. because yeah. again, the, the, the work-life balance piece is important yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, people when we first got into recruitment, it was like you know, twelve-hour days, this, that, and yeah. the other. You'd and be called part-time for twelve hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it, the, the work-life balance piece is is important now for a lot of people. But also at the same time, it's it's a case of if you filled yeah. if you filled the the dead space that you have with the automation with productive stuff. Yeah. Then I'd say, yeah, okay, there's definite space for for kind of all these different types of rec tech, but I don't think people are doing it. Mm. No, see that that piece you said about like the email automation and, and things like that. I think what and I've employed people before that have been guilty of it. They've gone, oh, that's my outbound, and yeah. it's like you're leaning on tech <laughs> to be lazy, but that's not what you should do. You need to lean on tech to be productive. The lazy recruiter conversation is a big one at the minute as well. Oh, that, massive, yeah. massive. It's it's annoying because as as an owner, you you, you want to give your your staff the tools to mm -hmm. let them have the best output but naturally a lot of people you know you give them an inch they take a mile it's like oh okay well, I can slow down a little bit now because that you know is reaching out to people yeah. it's like no 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 that's not why I gave you this tool but then again I don't want to not give people tools to do that you know yeah. I still don't I don't want to give someone a yellow pages book and go no, no we're going old school now like just get through <laughs> you know that like you know we did when we first started but at the same time I don't want to give people too much automation because otherwise, well, like we were talking before, yeah. yeah, what's the point in you being there? But the tech landscape is changing, <coughs> right? So, I mean, I, we, we spoke about this off camera, but I think it's, it's a useful, you weren't, you weren't here. So, I know somebody who's pitched to Google recently yep. and what he's created, and you're going to hate this, and you're going to have exactly the same thought process I did, which is, it's an AI tool that listens into our conversation, yep. um, my outbound sales approach to you, and it prompts me with things that I should ask about that I may have missed. So it listens and transcribes the conversation and then we'll go, oh, he mentioned Yellow Pages and like that, that implies that you know he's been in sales a long time. So ask, a, ask this question and I'll go, yeah, so how long have you been in sales? Yeah, Stone Age. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll go, oh yeah, well, I started it like this age and blah, 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 blah. And it will go, was that a good question or not? Yes, it was a good question. Yeah. Okay, cool, we'll put that in the good question pile. And so on and so forth. And it kind of builds out this sales funnel for you yeah. and gives you back prompts of questions that you should ask. Oh, he said this and you've missed it. You haven't talked about that little bit that he said, which <coughs> is potentially a buying signal. Talk about that. Ask about this. Yeah. And then feed back to the system. But that, I think, again, it allows for laziness, you know, because right. you, you mentioned, I think, off camera as well, you know, the person who has that bit of tech 
are they actually listening to the prospect or are they watching the... Are you just waiting you know, to talk? Yeah, cause you, cause you might as well just repeat that. Yeah. But, but, there's, but there's tech out there that is uh, text-to-speech that could just do that. So it just kind of takes away also, that whole human How element. different is that, though, to years ago when the call centres had a, a script? Hello, Sam. This is Sean calling from... Insert company here. Yeah. Have, have you in seconds? Or would you like to throw <laughs> me off a bridge? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Even before that, it was like I'd like to talk to you about yeah. your toner, yeah. and it's just like all of a sudden you're going through a script. I, of- I likened it to you know, in like in a in uh, like the call center environment when someone would plug in, or like when you first start out and they plug in and listen to yeah. your call, yeah. and you're there trying to have a conversation with Sam. And oh yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, that's good. Let's go this. Yeah, yeah. You're writing on your notebook and be like, oh yeah, scribbling and circling. Yeah, you miss what they said, and and you do, you miss. Yeah, of course. And it was sort of like. That that's the problem with this tool. Yeah. But this is a tool that is going to hit the market in some capacity yeah. very, very soon. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like why, event- why do you think tech is trying to change sales so much? Because I think in the I think in the tech landscape they feel that tech uh, the sales process is a dated process and it needs updating. And yeah. I probably agree to some extent. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it's the way that people consume stuff these days. We're so used to having everything at our fingertips now. If you want something from Amazon, um, from yeah, yeah, Amazon, I want to check my Fucking bank. Bezos. Pay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, banking, you name it. It's just at your fingertips. Yeah. But yet, sales is not that. So I think there's a lot of companies trying to get sales to that point. Okay, they want to they want to Uberize their product or their offering. Right? Exactly, they want it to yeah. be so accessible yeah. that just like, oh let me just check what's in my bank. Oh that payment came in. Cool. Let me just quickly flick to Amazon. Oh yeah, what's yeah, birthday paid. tomorrow? Let me go on Moonpig, get her a personalised card. It's oh, just how also, you buy now. I need to buy a rec product. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. but on that I mean, though, you you're so on the one hand we're consu- we're consuming like so much faster than we ever have before. Mm-hmm. But those same products and that same tech we use for two or three months and then we stop using it. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because it, so mate, why would you want to make sales in? Why, why would you want to make sales that way then? So I had a really good conversation. You're signing in for twelve months and they don't use the product <laughs> for ten, which is good for us because we've got more products to sell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get on rectals. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a really good conversation with someone the other day. Um, every now and again, I get um, some old colleagues and stuff say, "Hey, look, I'm thinking of starting on my own. Can we go and have oh, a beer, etc." And uh, I was talking to him and he's just left a really big brand after 10 years and uh, we were having a good chat and he was saying there's so much fluff out there, you know, it's just mind boggling how much fluff out there. And he made a really good point. He was like, but I found myself and the most successful people in my team, it always comes down to the basics and doing the basics well. You know, approaching these people, human touch, trying to arrange meetings, book calls in (coughs) and then, you know, chat to them, have stuff. I don't know if we could ever automate a recruitment sales process. Uh, you know, I, I, maybe not. I think it's very different for, for tech and rec tech. Like you say, see a CRM, I want to watch a video on what, you know, that CRM does. I want to watch a video on what that CRM does. Then you can make an informed decision. But working with a recruiter who's going to go out onto the market uh, and push your brand out there to candidates, I don't, I don't see how that will ever I, be automated. I think, I think AI is going to be selling to AI. We only ever look at it. No, 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 hear me out, hear me out. No, genuinely, hear me out, right? So, we only look at it from the uh, from the salesperson's perspective, generally, because yeah. that's what we do, right? Yeah. Think about the recipient. Now, if there was a bit of tech out there that you could sell to finance directors, managing directors, CTOs, and yeah. say, we will screen your phone calls. Yeah. Right? What our product does is it answers the phone and says, Sam Archvo, and acts as a virtual PA. 
oh, I want to talk to Sam about X, Y, or Z or whatever. And you've programmed it to say, listen, if somebody rings about these particular things, put them through. Yeah, yeah, If not, yeah. gatekeep them. Yeah, right? yeah. And if you've then got an AI outbound that's going, oh, yeah, I want to speak to Sam Marsh, um, calling from XYZ Recruitment Company, and the AI virtual assistant goes, yeah, that's not something we're really interested in at the minute. Then we argue with each other. Yeah, yeah. Thereby or is that AI going to pick up the fact that, okay, these categories are what's going to get me through? Yeah, and go around yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But then, then the virtual assistant AI can be fed back to and machine learned. It sounds such a stupid no, concept, but... Yeah. If I'd have said to you five years ago that there's going to be like something called ChatGPT and, and like no code, forget low code, yeah, no, no code, code apps are going to exist, you'd have laughed me out of the building then. Yeah, yeah. But th- we're in a very real, I think, world where, yes, there's outbound um, outreach uh, AI tools that are being built, but I think there's also going to be <laughs> gatekeeping tools. Yeah. Because I'll tell you now, there will be MDs that will pay an incredible amount of money just have that phone not ring and or have a virtual yeah, yeah. There's people that sit there and do a job as a virtual PA, right? There's people that are trained as receptionists to be I was just about to say, yeah, that's what they're paid to do. And it's like the conversation we were having. Guess who that work next? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you're going to have a bot there instead of yeah. paying a human so, to, and, to and do and it. So far, we've got the no code, <laughs> no code app development, which means that there's going to be a whole load of developers that are out of work. Yeah. You're going to have um, AI-based outbound salespeople, SDRs. Yeah. And, and customer sort of service stuff. people. Yeah, customer, customer service, service people. people. PAs and receptionists and all yeah. that sort of stuff now. I mean, where does it end? At, at, at what point do then we say, okay, morally, we shouldn't be putting this many people out of work? Because, I mean, I, I, I say this a couple of times. <coughs> uh, this guy, this American guy, but Carson Tucker or something like that, proper, like, super capitalist Republican. Yeah. Proper, like... <laughs> right wing. Yeah, um, like, fully just, like, Trump. came out of Donald Trump's arsehole yeah. sort of thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <coughs> he, he he had a conversation with with um, with Ben Shapiro, who's another one of these fucking oh, like. I fucking hate yeah. Ben Shapiro. I mean, if you could think of the worst two people to have a conversation with, that would be those two, right? But, fucking nerd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was like, so okay, we the, the technology exists for driverless lorries yeah. and driverless um, vehicles, right? So he's like. Why, why not? Like, it's capitalism, right? Why not get driverless vehicles out there and get them delivering product, get them delivering fuel, get them delivering all this weird and wonderful shit? And Carson Tucker's like, we should stop that because look at the percentage of our population that are drivers. Yeah. There's such a big population of drivers out there that immediately you're going to be putting like tens of millions of people out of jobs just overnight because you want to make a couple of extra quid. And same as with Bezos and his fucking drone delivery stuff, right? That how many people constantly use self-drives yeah, and, and Amazon kind of, Flex just to yeah. get some <coughs> passive yeah. income side hustle etc Deliveroo um, then there's what's the Uber what's what the James's dad does um, oh Yodel yeah, Yodel yeah. Shit yeah, like that, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. all of those things are very kind of flexible you yeah. could do it whenever you want sort of thing yeah. right? that's all done then Yeah. because if our consumerism is, is going to be like no no but I want it now I don't care if it's by a drone or by a person yeah. so, so maybe the answer to the question that we were looking at before which is like well what happens to all these people and like you know do the government provide a universal basic income maybe the answer is that actually no global governments are just going to go no more yeah you cannot like you know just pause I'd like to automate the government well you see people like Musk saying look even he was saying look we need to put a stop to not a stop or a pause on this because I I think even the people that have developed this artificial intelligence and machine learning they're frightened of this the acceleration that's what's scary you know when the internet came out the internet was it was gradual wasn't it yeah it was a slow burner Google come out in what 94, 96 or whatever and it never got big till 
Yeah. Well, well before Google, we had Ask Jeeves and we had fucking... Ask like, Jeeves, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a very competitive... Right? We, 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 the, the problem you've got is there's a race to first to market now, yes. isn't there? Right? And we spoke about this because you're... You just need to be first to market. Yeah, the product yeah. doesn't even need to be the best product. Yeah. Well, Bitcoin is not the best cryptocurrency. It was the first to market. It's the one everyone talks about, right? And uh, that, that example is across the board. Yeah. If you're first to market, you win. And so the pace is accelerating the way it is because if you're first to market, you're going to win. Yeah. Google have had their AI and Bard and the other products that they've got in the background that haven't launched yet. They've been in development for fucking ages. Yeah. They've had to chuck something into the market because OpenAI went, well, oh, here's ours. Yeah, sure. And all of a sudden people were like, wow, this is fantastic. It wasn't perfect. It never had been perfect, but they put it out to market first. Yeah. When we talk about AI, all everyone ever sees is, oh, oh, that's chat GPT. GPT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't because, even, I've never heard no one go, oh, uh, Bard? You yeah, know, yeah. Like, no one yeah, talks about yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And even when you search something on the internet, what do people say? Like, oh, uh, do you know what Google this is? It. Yeah, Google it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody exactly. says, yeah, nobody says, Bing it. Yahoo, ask Jeeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you tried asking Jeeves? Yeah. And, and you're right, like, it's the same thing. It probably runs off the same engines and stuff, yeah. so it's the same capabilities, but yeah. it's just that Google first was first to market. Always wins. And that's but does why it stay there, though? Because you look at Facebook. Facebook is was first to market. Well, MySpace was first to market, but Facebook kind of was the... Yeah, but then that's about... that. Yeah, because w w once you're first to market, then it's about kind of the... Continuity and... Yeah, well, the, well the, yeah, innovation as well. Innovation, that's you've got to stay on top of it. But this is where Google are now. People hate adverts. They've tried everything they can to push... Google Ads is on a decline, right? Yeah. So that, that, that's happening. People are completely rejecting adverts. There's people that are using ad blockers to get off... Uh, to, to get out of watching four fucking YouTube adverts before they watch the yeah. YouTube video. And as such, have actually moved away from the platform and they've seen that decline, you know? And so now Google are having to innovate yet again. And we're like, right, well, we used to be an advert... Like, a, basically an ad um, business, an ad campaign, um, yeah, platform that happened to do search engines. Yeah. And they're now looking for the next thing. That's that's where their focus is now. And is it AI? Well, we're second to market there. So that maybe that's not it, you know, which is why they're then looking at these, the Google Assist stuff, the um, the, the voice synthesizer software, the the outbound, because they're going to have to innovate they again. Are. And the, the exciting thing about AI is you're right, saying AI as a general thing, yeah, you're right, you know, open AI, chat GPT, first to the market, but you can, Google or whoever out there can package up that, and be first to the market with whatever they've packaged up. That's it. Which so they've I, got the brand equity to do it, right? Yeah, that's, that's what makes it exciting. This, this, the, I, I find it fascinating, though, that the way OpenAI have approached the game is it, it's maniacal to an extent, right? Because it's an open source product. It's a great word. No, but yeah. think about it, right? It's an open source product, which, and every single time they do, so they've got the, the GPTs thing that launched recently. Yeah. You can create actual functioning apps. It used to just tell you the code. Yeah. It used to just give you advice. Now it will create the fucking app for you. Yeah, and yeah. micro apps that talk to each other and do this and do that. You're going to put software businesses out of work. Yeah, yeah. You're going to put, like, entire platforms are going to go, certainly in like the rec tech world. Oh, There's 100%. products out there right now that all of a sudden overnight, a <coughs> Eastern European developer sat in like a one bedroom flat somewhere in, in Slovakia is putting together a product that just wipes the floor with yeah, yours. Yeah. And then sit and put it out to market and then sit back and wait for somebody to swoop in and buy it. And the scary thing is, is, is what you said, it's, it's the acceleration of that happening is frightening. Yeah. Okay, but Sam, who benefits from that though? 
Well, like you say, it's a capitalist thing. The guy sitting in Slovakia who's just going to be bought out by Microsoft. And does he care that he's putting some rec tech in the UK out of market? No. Probably not. And it only becomes a problem no, when it's like, it. actually, there's mass unemployment here. Um, and it's obviously like we were saying off camera, you know, is it, it will it get that far? And does the government step in at that point? Because they start losing all you, the PAY money. I'd sooner listen yes. to fucking the GPT government than, than, <laughs> than like Boris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, all right, well, how do we fix this problem? And, they, and they'd find positive solutions, right? And then you have your. You can use GPT 4 for that. So you actually, you can put in a, right, there, it, you need to act as a leader of the country. This is how many people you've got, blah, blah, blah. I watched a thread on it. It was fascinating because it was like, right, there is this virus that's coming over from a foreign country, yeah. blah, blah, blah. What are the first five things you're going to do? And it was like, Mike, you know close the borders do this do that put everybody in quarantine yeah and and then set up the the army to do this and do, yeah and it was like well here's all the shit that we probably should have done yeah yeah, right, yeah, yeah, I mean? and, yeah. And, and we did exactly the opposite yeah on almost every point that this thing made oh, I'm, I'm, yeah 100 percent. So you're probably right they could probably run the fucking government a lot it, well, it could run the government a lot better G than we gpt is not going to spit out close off basketball courts or you know when you're in a pub sit down and, and, and yeah. if you've ordered a pie you're going to be okay you know like stay in your bubble yeah yeah you can extend your bubble at Christmas yeah are we sharing a table because it doesn't go past it like, all of that yeah. rubbish so you're right GPT yeah. could probably yeah. Yeah. do it better yeah. if, if, if we're GPT kind of, help like, yeah, you know, yeah. tax month for payer money is running out what, what ideas have you what got do? eat out to help out yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's this helping yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this this is my point though right is we're, we're getting to that point with with I think AI and, and kind of how fast it's going, we almost need to take a step back, have a bit of a cigar moment and think, right, well, who's what, benefiting yeah, out of this? That's what, what people are asking for. Yeah, that's what Musk is asking for. But I, I don't, I, I mean, do we, do we have the power to, to stop it? And, and like we were saying off, um, off camera, how, the, the, does everybody understand the impact that it's about to have on everyday life over the next couple of years? Because I don't, I don't think, People do. I don't think even you know? we do really. No. Like we have a better idea of, <coughs> of of people that maybe aren't as interested in that. Yeah. Um but me and my wife we, had to explain to absolutely my, don't. Me, me and my wife had a conversation with my, with my son, 13, right? Year nine, he's gonna do his GCSEs, right? He's, he's ready to pick his his topics. Oh, categories, yeah. yeah. And we had to have a conversation with him, which I never thought I would have to have at this age, which is like, you better pick GCSEs that are gonna future proof the the implementation of things mm. like AI and all yeah, that sort of yeah. stuff. Because you look at screenwriters now, right? So the people that are writing scripts and writing TV shows and all that sort of stuff, they're getting squeezed because p like producers and, and networks are using AI. And yeah, GPT voice actors. <laughs> voice actors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could just go online anymore. and pick an actor that you like the sound of and yeah. do it. Content yeah. writers. Content, there, there's yeah. loads. There's, loads, there's tons. Loads, loads. And, and this, is, this is my point though, right? Is that, okay, we're going to put... You've got all this tech now, so I can develop an app that... that uh, Whatever I think of, it's almost like I could think of something and I can develop it, yeah. right? But if if nobody has got the the employment, the money, the the kind of the the equity to be able to use any of that tech, what the fuck's the point? Or buy it? Yeah. Who's who's it benefiting? I but, think right now is a great opportunity, right? In the there used to be a time where people like us who were you know in sales all our lives, really good at recruitment, that can spot a niche in the market and go, if there was a product that did this it would smash yeah, it out yeah, of the park. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have the funding, or it was like a, that's a 10, 15, 20K build yeah. just to get an MVP out there. Now is an exciting time to spot an opportunity and go, I'm going to use all the AI tools that are out there 
to put the MVP out there myself to prove the concept and then get some guy to come and like invest in me. A hundred percent. So there's opportunity there as well. And and also when you talk about like side hustle wise, you know, uh, you see all this stuff yeah. on social media. You finish your nine to five Shout and you go team. home. <laughs> and- <laughs> And like you go and work on your stuff. If you have an idea, now is probably the first time ever that you could go online, no code, get it up and running, yeah. GPT, yeah. it's built and take it out to market. And I and think test your theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, proof uh, of concept of yeah, people uh, adopting like this. Minimal cost. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and like you said, there's there's automation now for, for outbound. There's yeah. y- you could literally from idea. Build no code where it cost however much you said before, automate the outbound and actually test that proof of concept. And I think you can be scared of AI, I think a lot of people are, but I think if you're opportunistic about it, this is an exciting time. It's a great time you, to leverage it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, can, you can take anything to the market these days. So um, I think there'll also be that element of do you know when like big supermarkets became a thing and mm. everyone was worried, oh, you're going to close all the little ones down, the butchers are going to shut down, that kind of thing? I think there comes a point where people get sick and tired of certain things right yeah and i think there is absolutely an element of there will be people that go or businesses that go we're a no ai business yeah yeah yeah. to attract like you know how like yeah, organic okay. became a thing yeah right <clears throat> vegan became a thing yeah uh like and it was always existed but yeah, it'd be it was like, like people first was, type campaign yeah that was yeah. The, yeah you know and i think there will be businesses that will look at that and go do you know what no there are a customer base out there that don't want to speak to a robot and be yep. sold to by a robot. Yep. There are b- people out there who want to work for a business that do not have AI involvement. That's our niche. We are a non-AI business, and there will be people that will flood to that and go, this is where I stand. Car insurers. I just really need my car insurance. Um, one of the first selling points on that top line, we have customer service humans based in the UK. Yeah. And as a consumer, I was like, do you know what? I don't mind yeah. that. If I why break that down, appeal- I'm not talking yeah. to a robot. Why is that appealing to me? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's the same as when everybody pushed their call centers out to India. Yeah, yeah. And other countries. And then there was like direct line and be like, we have a UK call center. Yeah. UK call center. And that was their selling point. Yeah. And it was like, we've always had a UK call center, but now it's a thing. Yeah. People want it, right? And I think that's exactly where the AI piece will go is there will be businesses out there that will go, yeah, we're getting rid of everybody. Like, take, take an energy company decides yeah. we're getting rid of everybody and everyone's a, an AI scripted uh, customer service department. Yeah. All it takes is for a smaller energy firm to go, we took all of their staff and their systems and their employees that knew what they were doing and we set up a people first you know, um, energy business, and that's our niche. Yeah, you might pay us a bit more. Yeah, it probably aren't as cheap as they are, but you'll speak to a human. And yeah, your bills will be generated by a human, and you got a problem. You'll speak to someone in the UK, and that'll be enough for people to go. I'm, yeah, I'll go with them. Okay, I'm going with them. Yeah, I think maybe yeah. it's, it's going to be interesting. It's a really interesting period because um, but, you know, butchers lot- look butchers still exist. Yeah, right? exactly. People that. still make a living making fucking honey. And standing in a market stall, exactly. It, right? You're not going to get no, you know, AI to go and stand with all the bees and take their honey. You know, there's, there's going to be things that aren't going to be. The problem touched. is though, with those butchers and those farmers markets and all of that sort of stuff. There's only a, a very small clientele that can afford to go there because most people. Let, let's just take the That's average the person. But this is it. the average person across the country now. We'll shop at places like Aldi and Lidl. Yeah, being squeezed, they'll, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they'll go to like Home Bargains and B and M and all that sort of stuff. Nobody goes like. If you <coughs> Christmas time, you go to John Lewis, right? You'll see a certain type of person at John Lewis. Yeah. You're not going to see, the, and, and the same sort of products can be bought at B and M. And what you're now seeing is a lot more people going to those discount retailers and buying similar products over there because yeah. 
for for hawker crook they can't afford to go to the butchers and get a locally sourced and organically yeah. grown turkey they're going to go to Aldi and get one out of the freezer and the thing is like you know mm. buying a steak from Aldi or buying a steak from the butchers sometimes they're, they're a third of yeah. the price you know for like a bit of fillet mm-hmm. you know so <coughs> these and the problem are... you're going to have is that your recruiters or your recruitment tech or whatever that is AI led is going to be that much cheaper than yeah of course it is yeah because yeah. let's say let's say uh, in all of this we like we managed to create a recruitment yeah, completely AI, automated AI-based AI recruitment agency. Mm. <coughs> now, that, that AI agency... That sounds sick. It does. I can't see that ever coming, but yeah, it does sound pretty cool. Well, that's <laughs> sick, yeah. Well, 150 that, employees. Yeah, yeah. yeah 150 <laughs> bots. None of them ever phoning sick. They work around the clock. <laughs> yeah, this is it, right? You could do no, no toilet breaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No holidays. Yeah. Super efficient. Yeah. No like... beanbags in the office forum. <laughs> and the pool tables are done. The note to, to be updated on the CRM every single time. Yeah, yeah, because that's... <laughs> this, do you know what I mean? Like, all of that would work, right? And I'm selling this to myself, and it was a negative point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Cut the camera, we're doing this. <laughs> but the point is, though, that AI agency could charge 10% versus the 20, 25, 30% that... Well, that it could charge 2% of the volume of work that it'll be doing. Because in However, the end, if will you've every, got... But, but, the, the, but this is the point, though. If, you're, if the consumer wants it, they're going to go for it, right? But there's fixed fee recruiters out there and that will find you a, a finance director, 150k salary for a fixed fee of two yeah, and a half grand. Yeah. Not every client rushes to them. And I think the consumer decision-making is where we kind of just assume that everybody... Because not everybody does shop at Aldi. And not everybody is buying the um, the Aldi steak over the butcher steak. Yeah, yeah. Because that's... And, and testament to that is the fact that there are still butchers that are open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, Not course, everybody's yeah. going down the offy and getting tins and drinking at home. Pubs are still open. Yeah. So I think... Well, Eat, uh, eat out to help out. Well, that really yeah, helped that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And obviously the, on the, point with that. the screens that yeah. kind of made sure that COVID got blocked out. Like Just five. stayed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But like the, the, the point is we, we often focus on the, the disadvantage, right? What, what tends to happen a lot, I think, when we talk about kind of consumer behavior is we talk about the extremes, right? The yeah. people who have got absolutely no money are living on the breadline and the people who have got so much money they don't know what the fuck to do with it. Yeah. There's a big goal for people in the middle who make well, that's consum- the 99% of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, but the, the, and those people make, those consumers make choices and decisions that keep the rest of the economy working, which keep butchers open, but Lidl making profit or Aldi making profit, you know, that keep Marks and Spencers open. Because John Lewis, record profits. Marks and Spencers, record profits. So people are clearly spending, even at this time. <laughs> they, they are, but I mean, even silly things that I say, it's not silly to look out for. You know, like you mentioned, like those that top 1% or top 10%, you know, interest rates going up is bad for the average person who is just about to renew their mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible, but if, yeah. you've, if you've got XYZ amount of cash in a bank, it's great. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. So I want to keep shopping at the butchers, keep them alive yeah. because I'm getting but an extra... It. And I think the same thing, uh, there will be a pinch, of course there will, right? As if, if AI continues going at the way it does and there will be a lot more people out of work 100 but i think certainly since kind of post-covid times if you actually look at it there also are a lot of people who have actively chosen to retire early or wind down from work because their priorities have changed yeah and i think there will be people that are kind of like do you know what yeah i'm out of work and stuff i just need to make i need to make a living i need to just get by yeah yeah but actually the time is more important to me yeah than the being on the hamster wheel because a lot of people that I speak to, and that might just be because of the circles I hang with, but a lot of people I talk to are on about the, I just want to get off the hamster wheel now. Yeah. Like, I don't need, I'm, I'm happy to downsize. I don't need to have all the, the riches and stuff because that's so far away from what, where I am. Yeah. But actually, humbling myself and changing my consumeristic mindset 
is what's going to benefit uh, me. And without getting too too deep about it, I think if you go and talk to a number of 80 or 90-year-olds and you ask them actually what's more important, I'm telling you now, none of them are saying get on the hamster wheel and run yeah. faster. 100%. Yeah. No dying man ever said, I wish I spent more time at work. Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. So if that's... If no, you're, it's it's that, true. Right? So true. And you mentioned AI it earlier off camera, family time and, yeah. you know, but I actually, think AI is going to be the thing that push makes people make that jump because it's sort of like... Would you quit your job tomorrow? If you're, yeah, you're in work and whatnot, but would you quit your job tomorrow and do nothing? No, of course I would. I've got bills to pay, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. But if you were forced to, you've got no choice now. You'd make it work, right? Yeah, Humans yeah. survive. They have an instinct to survive. You always make ends meet, right? Exactly, right? And that's the thing. And I think what AI will do is, yes, it will displace a lot of people, but I think it will change the landscape of people's mentality as well. Yeah. In terms of how they spend and what they spend. And there won't be the... Oh yeah, I'm just gonna pay somebody on delivery to bring me my fucking sausages and like a sausage batch or a fancy one. It'll be I've got nothing else to do. I'm gonna get up and walk and go and do it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Guess what? I ain't got a car anymore because I can't afford one. Yeah, so I'm yeah. walking more. Walk yeah. where to though? If 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 the, the shops aren't gonna exist, if the if the, the customer service element of it is, is all disappeared, yeah, well, where, yeah. where are they gonna walk to? Just I don't know, go find a pig. That's the other thing. Amazon <laughs> had that um you know, they did had the non employee shop there. Yeah, opened. the staffless store. Yeah, yeah, the staffless yeah, yeah. store, yeah, which unbelievable yeah you just I go in there pick shit off and it just sends it to your Amazon Prime or whatever it's yeah, yeah yeah it just comes out your bank account and it just turns well, up you, at your you, door, you said that is it like history dictates kind of how we react and stuff I think we're at a point where there is nothing to look back at and be like how, oh, this do, we, is, this is how do we deal with this I think yeah. we're it very much going to be I, I can I can see um, and, and to be fair my mate James said this a, a lot a few years back I can see like kind of areas that people will set up where they've just paused tech yeah we paused it. Like we got to 2025, and then we paused it. We didn't want anything further than that. Yeah. And everybody who lives in this community, only so you might there might be a you know Oculus thing or 3D this and Metaverse that. Not in this. Not in this village. Yeah. We only deal with everything up to this way because everyone's comfortable with that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah. And yeah. micro economies and micro villages where you know people kind of like I, I think that could be where we had and also because if AI is doing all the shit that no one else wants to do then that's great there, there's, there's another side to it as well because I mean obviously that side's a bit more doomy and gloomy but you know there might come a point where some of these companies are using AI to save their money and then that saving might trickle down to the consumer and actually the cost of living becomes Reduces. a lot less so you're didn't, didn't Liz Trust prove that trickle down economy doesn't work uh, I don't think we've had this before though it's not the it, same it's, it's, though, is it? yeah. this is you know, if, if well, you, we said this, right? If you can't make fifty billion profit, if there's not fifty billion pro, like yeah, in no, the economy but, yeah, to come into, yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like you, you, you can listen. You can charge me whatever the fuck you want. I ain't gonna <coughs> buy it. Guess why? Yeah, because you took my bastard job. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 like, yeah. Can't get blood oh, out of nah, a stone. Don't right? you want to buy this lovely coffee from Starbucks? No. Yeah, I yeah. Want coffee okay, at home. Yeah, but yeah. Take, you take away the luxuries and like be the Starbucks and all that sort of stuff. If you just talk about basic amenities, right? If the water bill goes up, the gas and electric bills are going up, the mortgages are going up, if, if basic, like, council tax, council tax, you pay fucking more every single year, your bins get, get emptied less, 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 they less. fix oh, less man. potholes. I had to pay yeah. for them to take my grass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to take my grass. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'd yeah, rather have to, a, yeah. not, you know, AI hasn't hit the council tax yet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but again, no, but these, like, those those sorts of things, again, like, there's, there's, there's so much more to it in the, if there's less people in work, there's less tax being paid, which is put less money in the economy, yeah. which is less cash to circulate, which is then th that's the point where it goes either one of two ways, right? You've got civil unrest or you've got um, government stepping in. They are, yeah, they have to step in. But that, I think we're, we're, we're decades away from that. I think where we are now really? is an... Ex yeah, I think decades. we're... Yeah, decades. I don't know, I think I don't we're, know yeah. We're, yeah. We're really... Because uh, 
it's up to us to reject things, right? You but don't, don't have... No, 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 no. But eventually we will. You don't have every recruitment tech that's out there in no. your recruitment. Okay, yeah, take, take social Because you media, choose though. to reject it, right? You could use Zapier to do all your automations. Yeah, yeah, well, like, you know, but you might not. You could use like an outsourced marketing platform to do all your social media posts, but you choose not okay, to. Okay, but how much, is that, how much of that is based on cost? Because if you look at it like this, right? First, we had MySpace. And then we had a shout out to Tom. Yeah, uh, yeah, later. Then, yeah, then we had <laughs> <laughs> Then we had Facebook, right? And then Facebook started to get into that and Twitter started to get into that weird, like trolley kind of horrible little black hole, yeah, didn't it? Yeah. And people were like, oh, no, no, I'm gonna stop using social media, I'm gonna stop using social media. But then you had TikTok and then like YouTube Shorts and now like people don't stop. Listen, we're addicted. Of course, like, we are. like it or not, like we as are. a society, we are we... addicted to that content and the speed that you can <coughs> input content is is Instagram, crazy. Snapchat, mm-hmm. TikTok, yeah. and there's new ones coming out every single day, right? So as consumers, we don't stop. There's going to be even more. Well, this is it. And again, you look at you look at consumerism, right? There used to be a time where you used to order something from like a Next or an Argos catalog, and it would take seven to ten days yeah. to get to you, right? <laughs> yeah, the good old days, right? Now, <coughs> same day sometimes. If you don't get yeah. your if you don't get your Amazon parcel that night or the next night, you're pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and and that so it, it won't stop because as consumers, we're we're too used to having the next best thing and the next best thing, and that's what's going to happen. Like even outside of recruitment tech, you're going to look at other forms of tech um, within banking, within motor trade, whatever. Like the, the, all these things are going to happen. Electric cars. Three or four years ago, people were like, it's not going to take off, it's not going to take off. Now, businesses are making their staff have electric company cars. Yeah. And people are choosing to buy the electric company cars or, or the, the electric cars. I, th- I think the point there as well that you make and, like, you know, whether we choose to take these bits of tech, I think company-wise, you know, it, like BT, for example, if they can implement tech and AI to make their profits bigger, we haven't got a choice. Really? You know, like, they're going to make people redundant, they're going to use their but new tech. you know tech. what choice you have got? Don't stay with BT. But then uh, if there's a bit of okay. tech to improve their profits, Virgin are going to do the same. They're they all going to do the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take no, the energy companies now, right? right? So you can sit there and say, okay, well, then don't don't um, have your energy with, with Eon. So my, my gas bill went up threefold. Yeah. And I could sit there and be like, oh, well, then I shouldn't stick with, with my gas supplier. But if I go to the next four or five big ones, or even the smaller ones, it's still in and around the same price. Because they all get together and they yeah. all have their, their off-gem kind of price caps and all that sort of stuff. So, all right, I'll save a tenner yeah. here. Well, I just, yeah, no, I, I get, historically, yeah, absolutely, I agree. But I think as people are displaced and financially pressed even more, um, the luxury of choice changes and luxuries get dropped first, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So take it back to the Starbucks example. Yeah, stop spending 10, 10 quid I, I, on a I don't coffee. Want, I'm not going to buy your Starbucks. I'm going to go home and make my own coffee, Yeah, right? yeah. It starts there. And then eventually mind shift starts to change, right? Because we're in a consumeristic world and we're in a very consumeristic mindset, but there's a lot of people now who are uh, on this journey of, I need to get off the hamster wheel. I don't need a brand new car. In fact, I don't even want to be spending the kind of money that I spend on buying this house. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people. The mind shift change has already started. It's a minority of people at the minute, but that minority are growing very, very yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I think there will be a point where people will reject AI um, but I think in the meantime, as I said, it's an exciting time because any idea you have yeah. for any product, yeah, historically, it was just a, a pipe dream. One day we're going to do this. 
one day. Yeah. Well, we tried yeah. to create the virtual CV, didn't yeah, we? And exactly. we fucking were talking to. Give it away your billions. No, 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 but years ago we tried it, didn't we? With fucking, with, with and then we went to like outsourced developers, and, yeah, and we were spending yeah. thousands of pounds on. What went, what, what went from a historically expensive process to try it? Yeah, try yeah. it because you never know, right? But that's what. And but again, that's that's the that's the beauty of it because no, no, all of the at, doom and gloom conversation. This all happened when the internet became a thing. Yeah, all yeah, the doom yeah, and gloom yeah, conversation yeah. happened when Amazon started becoming big. But oh, it, they're going to do this and they're going to put people out of jobs. Like the the fact is that yeah, worst case scenario, these are the things that could happen. However, yeah, there's loads. We're of not positives. there yet. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. just no, not there yet. So at, why are we focused so? It's like saying, oh no, I'm not going to learn to drive. Why? Might have a car accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might yeah. have a car. Then, I, I think if you look at it, right, so if, if we go back to those, those sort of points, when when dev houses outsourced or when, when businesses outsourced their customer service, there were a load of people that went out, uh, that, that got put out of work. Mm-hmm. And when, when developers went outsourced and people were looking at going to mm-hmm. India and the, 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 the Eastern Europe and places like that to go do their development, all of that money that was supposed to be here went out there. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the same with AI. All of that money that we're spending on the developers on yeah, yeah, service yeah. on sales on whoever 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 mm-hmm. is all going to go to AI, and the problem you're going to have is eventually there's going to be nobody left to consume, and this is my point is, who does all of this benefit? Yeah, but that's the, as I said, that's the eventual thing, right? But that that's that's like going, as I said, oh, I'm not going to I'm not going to drive why because there's drunk drivers out there. Yeah, yeah. Somebody might hit me. They like say it's focusing but, yeah, on negative. It's, it's I, I get you. You're absolutely <coughs> right. That's a very real possibility. <coughs> But what is also a very real possibility is before it even gets to that point, governments could go in and go, do you know what? Every person that's displaced by AI will get a universal basic income that's going to be paid for by the taxes generated by the savings that these companies are making. Yeah, and, that yeah, we're yeah. Going to put and all the profits law, that they're, they're and making. And that's going to be a global decision that the entire world agrees to, and that's what's going to happen. Because we know that global treaties exist, and these things can absolutely happen, right? That's a lot of faith in government. Yeah, yeah, it is. But so is a lot. Of, it's it's also to be like oh, everyone's going to run out, not have a job and everyone's going to be poor and that that is also like a big leap of faith of like like humanity is going to fall apart yeah, because yeah, of AI, yeah. right? Have you not seen that in documentary? The, in the Terminator. Short, yeah, yeah. In the short <laughs> term, what you've got is we talk about the guy in you know Slovakia in his one bedroom flat, yeah. right? That guy's had has now had like, opportunity ahead of him that he would never have otherwise had. No, and that's the thing. You and know, that's you, the, the stuff that no one talks about. No, that's that's the optimistic side, and that's the thing that people should be embracing rather than oh my gosh, you know the robots are coming. Well, they're not. There is a lot of opportunity there as well. Um, but okay, it's going to be that, interesting that, to see what that happens. That guy. This is the open interpreter guy, right? Yeah. yeah. So. That's one guy who's benefited versus how many people are going to not benefit. Yeah, but this was the same when the internet came about and that Tom was like, do you know what? I'm going to create a MySpace. You know, we're all all sitting around going, oh my God, this thing's going to come and, you know, kill everyone or whatever. But he was like, okay, cool. I'm going to embrace this. I'm going to build this. And whoosh, he was the first one. Yeah. First to market. First to market. Exactly that. But now he's on Facebook. Yeah, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) sitting on his beach in the Bahamas, you know, these bajillions or whatever. Right, so, so I think it's time we've got to wrap things up. Tell us about My Talent Platform. Yeah, so My Talent Platform uh, is a candidate showcasing system. So what we do is not that we uh, are anti-CRM, we hook up to CRMs and things like that, but in the end, CRMs are most of the time a graveyard of data. I talk to clients mm-hmm. that go, been in business for 30 years, we've got 200,000 candidates on here, and quite frankly, you have no idea 
who's live, who's what. 10% of them are probably dead. Are they even alive? Are they even alive? <laughs> yeah. but COVID took a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, but you're using that to go out to the market and say, you should use us. Yeah, that's yeah. your selling point. We've got 200, we've got yeah. a graveyard yeah. of 200,000 candidates. Exactly that. But what my talent platform does, it takes XYZ amount of those, the people that you want to showcase, your strengths, your niche, your A players, your live people, puts them on our platform, they go through, they anonymize automatically, and it creates this shop window into your agency and why someone should use, use Here's you. Here's the kind of people that we have. Yeah, if I was... So if I'm a hiring manager then you, and yeah. I've, I've kind of got access to your platform, yeah. I can then go on there and say, okay, let me have a look if I can find a finance manager. Yeah. And that you, will... Yeah, you, you go on, you see all the finance managers, we give you data on what you're searching. So like the right move aura we call it so yeah, i was thinking, thinking so it's like a real estate window isn't it like, <coughs> well, you're standing you're... in front of a real estate window and you're like oh these are nice houses oh this this real estate agent must be like well, it's, it's kind of a step before that if you're going to go out buy a house was the first place you go you go to right move right you don't go around knocking on the estate agency's doors because you know right moves there and you know you can go and find what you want yeah. same with auto trader it's the same thing so we're not really for the kind of jack of all trades type recruiters, but those niche spaces that want to monopolize and take more market share, we can actually showcase your strengths. And if you give that to your audience and someone comes in and has a search around, etc., we can say, okay, this user here has been on last night and they're looking for a finance director. And we can give the agency that information. So the next day when they come in, it's an easy phone call to make. We're literally giving you yeah. lists of these. Yeah. And also specking... I used to spec in 2008. People are still specking now. That's not going anywhere regardless of how much people poo-poo it. You know, what we kind of do is say, all right, well, why don't you build out anonymous shortlists for certain users and keep those candidates in their pipe so they can kind of dip in and out and we're giving you data on who's in and who's out. So it's just a business development tool. Mm -hmm. We don't change the way people work. You know, we're not saying to people, oh, well, you know, just yeah, use step, this. Yeah. It's another yeah. feather in your bow, isn't it? It's another, it's a, it's a, another way to market the strengths of your agency. Here's the... So do I have to send? This. So do I have to send a link to my talent platform then to the client? No, it's all branded yours. It's all branded the agencies. It looks like yours. There's nothing my talent platform kind of on there. Mm. Um, you know, all the searchable filters and stuff. They're all dictated to your business. You know, we've we've got clients, real niche clients. They've got a couple in America. One of them uh, works with like old uh, retired professionals who used to work in like food. So if I was to launch a Lou Kellogg's brand, well, I can go on there and find someone who's actually done that. So clients can dip in, type in. Kellogg's find out who's done it and talk to the agency and basically say I like these three people there's notifications and stuff on there and chat functions where yeah, you can yeah. go oh is this person but the, yeah the, the point is you've got the candidate that you want or the skill set that you want in mind and you'll go in alright Mr. Client come onto the platform search it and then the agencies that have those sorts of people are there and you can contact them yeah, yeah. Pr pr and, pr and, and as a client then so I get access to this via then the agency saying here you go here yeah. you have access to my platform yeah. Yeah, so it's just like your CRM, you know, there's lists and lists of clients on there that, you know, your consultants mm -hmm. are contacting. Keep doing that. Great. But tell them that actually there's a, an, an Amazon, a right move, a space for your business that they can actually come in, dip into. Yeah. All the candidates are completely anonymous, reworded, company names taken out, names taken out. So there's complete anonymity there. GDPR stuff, there's no personal data on there. The people that you want to showcase and have live, clients can come in and shop around for but yeah, like I say it's not good. a case of 
changing how you work and doing all the great things that recruiters do. You know, get the job, you know, go to market, yeah. headhunt, you know, keep doing that. But that initial point of fishing in new business and being creative on how you have more interesting conversations, you know, we, we can kind of do yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, that's that awesome. Yeah, yeah, sounds really good. Yeah, so right, we've got some um, customers getting some good wins uh, from it, which is cool. I mean, the candidates are already there. And they're already on your database and what you're doing at the minute is going, well, until you sign, no, 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 these are mine. You can't, you can't see yeah. any of these, you know, but what we're kind of saying was if, if you're Show them. Let the them best... Let the candidate profile do the selling for you. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you're the best astronaut recruitment agency out there. Well, show them. Take more market share. Give it to all NASA and all the other clients because where are NASA going to go first? Are they mm. going to go to anybody or set up calls with other agencies? Or they dip in there first? So um, that's essentially what it is. Um, and yeah. Yeah, solid, mate. Yeah, cool. And how do people connect with you? LinkedIn, WhatsApp, phone, band, whatever you want. Band. I'm open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My DMs are open. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, look, Sam, thanks very much for your time, mate. Really well, thank you for having me. Uh, good, yeah. yeah, pleasure. All right, thanks. Yeah, the robots well, aren't coming. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the robots are coming, but they're not. Yeah.